all the best Bitcoin works read aloud so that you can listen. This is a Cryptoconomy Quick Read. Don't have much time today, but uh, the wife is fighting with her hair, so maybe I can bust this out really quick. Uh, I want to read uh, Jack Mallers. If you haven't seen it yet, it's been all over Twitter, so you probably have. But if you haven't, uh, he has announced strike, um, and this is just after the it wasn't, but a couple of months ago that he announced Olympus, um, uh, all built into the Zap platform that he's building now. But this is incredibly exciting, and I just wanted to go ahead and get this out. So let's go ahead and jump into the Medium post. Again, this is by Jack Mallers, and it is titled, Announcing Strike by Zap. Yo, today I am thrilled, excited, and incredibly proud to release Zap's most ambitious product to date. The direct result of years of Bitcoin and Lightning development, countless hours of user research, and intense product iteration all led to this. Today we are announcing Strike, an application that allows you to make lightning payments with your bank account or debit card. Using Strike requires the following, a debit card or a bank account. That's it. No wallet, no node, no channels, no swaps, no liquidity management, no anything. It's an application sitting on top of our infrastructure piece, Olympus, designed to usher in an era of Bitcoin that we believe has the best shot of achieving our mainstream hopes and desires. The Story When describing Zap's design and product decisions, I've frequently described Zap as available in response. Back in September 2019, I announced Olympus. Olympus was initially designed as a lightning-enabled fiat ramp to allow users to buy Bitcoin inside of their existing Zap wallet. It was our answer to how we scale Lightning to millions of users. However, as we tested, tinkered, tried, failed, and most importantly learned, our product evolved. Those four months of intense user research and study inspired the in-house hackathon that birthed Strike. Strike was never the goal or the plan, but rather a response. Our ideas and assumptions were simple. If we allowed users to instantly buy Bitcoin, delivered over Lightning by using a debit card linked to their Lightning wallet, we would have it solved. Right? Wrong. As we continued to experiment, we learned very quickly that we were providing the right answer to the wrong question. In my Olympus announcement, I proposed that Olympus solved the following question. How do we get a user onto Lightning with the least amount of friction? However, what Olympus solved was how to get Bitcoin onto Lightning with the least friction. We completely missed the user. So for this blog post, I wanted to walk through our journey and learnings and introduce our new product and all we have in store for the future. This blog post may be a bit longer than my typical post, but I believe the learnings from our research on the outcome that is Strike is monumental and transformative. So without further ado, Let's take a deep dive exploring the tremendous amount of friction involved in getting a user onto Lightning and the important points that I missed. Volatility The first very clear issue was Bitcoin's inherent volatility. 
Traditionally, Bitcoin's volatility has been seen as a feature. In markets, volatility screams opportunity, and it is Bitcoin's volatility, traditionally to the upside, that has attracted many of its existing users and market participants. One of the more popular value propositions of Bitcoin in its first 11 years of existence is wealth creation. Buying Bitcoin, holding Bitcoin, and having its value and purchasing power go up as time goes on. However, in a consumer merchant setting where people are using Bitcoin, volatility is a non-starter. Frequently when testing, users would buy Bitcoin delivered over Lightning to their Zap wallet and shortly after, price would move. We ran into this scenario with users where the Bitcoin price fluctuated up or down 5% after the initial purchase. This caused the following. Not spending Bitcoin because it's appreciating or not spending Bitcoin at a loss because of hopes it would appreciate. Merchants have an entirely different relationship with volatility, which makes accepting Bitcoin extremely difficult. A typical merchant prices their operations in their denominated fiat currency. A volatile day for Bitcoin could throw away months of profit for a given merchant, and the risk-reward profile just wasn't worth it. Taxes in the United States, Bitcoin is taxed as property, and spending Bitcoin in exchange for any good, service, or currency is a taxable event, plain and simple. Many do not know, but this extends to the Lightning Network and every single Lightning Network payment. Yes, purchase of your Fold and BitRefill gift cards, your Y'all's articles, and your Satoshi's Place art are all taxable events that need to be reported to the IRS. This was a major oversight when designing Olympus. All activity was a taxable event, and this created enormous amounts of overhead for each individual user and for myself. Yes, SATs back is nice, but is it worth capital gains tax headaches? In our user research and testing, the answer was no. Users enjoyed micropayments, cross-border payments, social tipping, and so on, but did not evaluate it as worth it when taking into account the tax consequences. As a merchant, this was arguably a bigger issue. Merchants were accepting Bitcoin via Lightning and every now and then converting it to fiat to pay operational expenses. The tax headache was not worth it, and nearly all merchants opted out of accepting Bitcoin. The regulatory and tax scene in the United States is a huge impediment to allowing Lightning to be used in mainstream commerce. Imagining a world where millions of people are using lightning to conduct commerce dies with the introduction of the regulatory and tax scene currently in place. It was a devastating truth to stumble upon, but one that is very much real. Creating a wallet, custody, and owning Bitcoin. Many of our testers were not as familiar with Bitcoin as many reading this post. If we want millions of mainstream consumers benefiting from Bitcoin and Lightning, surely we should test with that audience in mind. When asking a given user if they would buy an article for a few pennies, the answer was almost always yes. However, when they were told it required installing a Lightning wallet and buying Bitcoin, their answer was no thanks. Quote, I have a few pennies in USD. If that's not enough for the article, then I don't care to buy it. End quote. Direct quote. Setting up a wallet, waiting for something you don't understand to finish sinking, being limited in your ability by something called capacity, and having to buy Bitcoin and manage backups 
was far too much for almost all users. Many of our testers didn't even get to the point of purchase. It was all a bit overwhelming. That hit me hard. Okay, I get it. Volatility and taxes are tough, but you don't even want to own Bitcoin? For f**k's sake, how am I supposed to allow you to benefit from this technology? If we look at my Olympus demo, we can see I owned zero Bitcoin and my goal was to pay a bit refill QR code. Did I really need to download a Lightning Wallet, write down my seed phrase, back up my channels, and be exposed to tax consequences and volatility to pay the BitRefill Lightning invoice? I wasn't using Bitcoin to speculate, and I wasn't using Bitcoin for censorship resistance or privacy, as my identity and debit card was linked to my node. What if my debit card could pay the Lightning invoice? What if by connecting my bank account, I can scan any Lightning invoice, hit pay, and it would work? No wallet, no backups, no channels, no capacity, no custody issues, no volatility, no taxes. What if instead of spend and replace, it was buy and spend in seconds without noticing? What if the few pennies in US dollars from the above user was enough? What would that look like? It would look like strike. That's what it would look like. The product. In order to accomplish this, a debit card or a bank account would need to be interoperable with Bitcoin and the Lightning Network, lowering the barrier of entry into this new economy. Users wouldn't have to deal with volatility, they wouldn't have to deal with taxes, they wouldn't need to set up a wallet to interact with the protocols, and they wouldn't even need to own Bitcoin to scan a Lightning QR code. What if everyone's bank account could speak Bitcoin? The jump from Olympus to Strike is quite small. We simply added a few things and removed a few things. Small, simple, totally ordinary, and innocuous things. However, because of the way we were able to integrate them into the environment, they have this decisive impact and become extremely powerful. We aren't just changing how Bitcoin looks, but also how it feels. We're changing a consumer's relationship with Bitcoin and Lightning, how it is used, and how it is viewed. We're opening up new ambitions, new ideas, new possibilities, and a new mainstream audience. We have Strike for iOS, Android, desktop, and a browser extension. You can view a playlist of demos I put together on my YouTube channel. What this means. Bank accounts and debit cards can now speak to nodes all over the world. And nodes all over the world can now speak to bank accounts and debit cards. The possibilities are endless, and the sky's the limit. Can Strike be used to buy Bitcoin? Sure, create an invoice from your existing wallet and pay it. After completion, you'll have less fiat in Strike and more Bitcoin in your wallet. Can Strike be used to sell Bitcoin? Sure, create a request in Strike and send to it from your wallet. After completion, you'll have more fiat in Strike and less Bitcoin in your wallet. Can Strike be used for remittance payments? Yes, of course it can. Just scan the QR code and click pay. Can Strike be used for internet tipping? Yes, of course it can. Just scan the QR code and click pay. Is Strike another custodial wallet? No, not at all. It owns nobody's coins and nobody's keys. If Bitcoin is hacked and stolen, it's my Bitcoin and I'm f***ed. Nobody else. That's the way it should be. 
In a weird way, it's a beautiful and innovative hybrid. Strike in the wild. There are real people using Strike today. Let me tell you my favorite user story so far. My family owns a cannabis business in Colorado. In Colorado, there are only a handful of banks in the entire state willing to bank those in the cannabis industry. And the wait list to be banked by ours is now longer than two years. Our family business struggles to stay banked, operates a security budget to protect and migrate cash in our stores, and we've struggled immensely with payment processors. Those processing payments in the cannabis industry charge between 5 and 15% and are known to be unreliable and unstable. For example, ours was recently down for two months, leaving us unable to process any credit or debit card payments. This leaves businesses exposed and allows Strike to provide a level of fault tolerance otherwise missing. When I visited Colorado for Christmas, I showed my parents Strike. We ran to the store and I demoed it to all of our upper management and employees. My parents were already running a BTC Pay server instance and offered a 10% discount for anyone who paid in Bitcoin, as it was so much easier for us to accept. The problem was, no customer was able to get a Lightning wallet set up to make payments ranging from $0.10 cent to $500. With Strike, this changes immediately. All you need is the app and a debit card. We passed Strike around to a few frequent customers and family friends, telling them if you use this app, you get a 10% discount. It worked. Customers young and old were using Strike to shop at our store, getting a discount and helping our business. Do they know what Bitcoin is? I have no idea. Did they know they were using Bitcoin under the hood as a payment rail to transfer and settle value? Absolutely not. Bitcoin was behind the scenes, making a difference and benefiting individual lives and businesses without anyone noticing they were even using it. The possibilities are endless. What about Twitch streamers and content creators? Content creators can set up a strike donation page and every time someone donates Bitcoin, they get fiat in their bank account or whatever custom fiat to Bitcoin ratio they'd like. Magic. The smallest changes can be transformative, but they have to be the right changes. Discovering what those changes are takes patience. You have to pay attention. You have to be available in response. The future. Lightning offers real-time, cheap, and global settlement and self-clearing to the world's first natively digital asset class. We've put in the work to make the barrier of entry low and the flexibility and ease of use high. There's a lot of real-time and automated risk management and trading, compliance and legal policy, application and protocol development to test. As I've said before, this is not a race, and we will go at our own pace. However, we do feel ready to expand those helping us test strike. So here is the plan. We will continually widen our beta every week and start with U.S. users only until we feel comfortable opening up usage globally. Our goal is to be in a public beta and put Strike on app stores in the coming months. This will take a community effort, a lot of testing, reporting of bugs, feedback on features, and collaboration. If you'd like to join the beta list, you can do so at strike.zaphq.io.
If you have a special use case and really want to start testing today, email me at zap at jackmallers.com. I'd love to hear your story and get you a download link. You all know me. I have big plans. Partnerships to be announced, new products and features, and events I'll be hosting in Chicago to demonstrate the tech. This is certainly exciting, but very much the beginning. Thanks. All right, everyone, that's all I have for today. Not only am I unbelievably excited, but I have a newfound sense of ambition. To CMT Digital, thank you. The work you continue to do for Bitcoin on the legal, market, trading, and compliance side of making these dreams of ours come true is some of the most inspiring work I've seen in this space. Colleen and everyone over at CMT maintains a low profile, but it's important to know that nothing that you've seen in the blog post works without their dedication to our shared vision for the future. I personally would like to shout out the Zap team. Strike may look simple, but this was the furthest from easy. We went through it all together. Testing, trying, failing, and repeating. Through it all, we stayed the course and delivered a product we are all so incredibly proud of. We are all lucky to have this group working on Bitcoin, and I am the luckiest to be able to spend so much time learning from and supporting this group every day. Hats off. You should be proud. I certainly am. Lastly, to the community, I was recently brought to tears on my last podcast appearance because of the support you all gave me. It feels like I dropped out of college yesterday, and to think we pulled together the necessary banking partners, trading partners, regulatory partners, written the code, and gotten to this point is beyond me. I love you all like family, and I wish you knew how much I mean that. I think I've stumbled upon something really cool here, and I hope to make y'all proud. It's always love, Bitcoin fam. You can contact me at Jack Mallers on Twitter or zap at jackmallers.com via email. Feel free to join our Slack if you'd like to be more interactive with the Zap community or discuss Strike. As I said above, I've got more coming. I'll talk to you sooner than you think. Be easy. Peace out. All right, I want to get in just a, just a little bit of commentary before we finish this thing out. Let's hit our sponsor and jump right back into this. All right, so I have literally thrown this together with hardly any time. Um, I'm, I'm actually signing up right now as, 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 as I read this, uh, joining the beta. Uh, we've joined. You'll stay in touch. Okay. Um, and uh, I really want to get Jack on the show. Um, hopefully, this will get some attention and he'll listen to it. Uh, because I would love to break this down. And this is exactly the sort of thinking. I love this because we, the whole space constantly talks about this as engineering challenges, which are there, but there is a lot of, there is a lot of tools that are already accessible and already usable. But we, we need to stop and ask the question, which is, this is what Jack Mallers and Zap team and what all these guys have done is they stopped and they turned around. And they said, what? is the benefit of this technology and how how does someone from outside look at this thing what's their experience with it what's the what's the one two three step process from beginning to end for them and get them using it i love the where is this quote where is this quote i didn't highlight it I'm stupid um uh it's in the background where's the damn quote Ah, ah, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Customers, young and old, were using Strike to shop at our store, getting a discount, and helping our business. 
Do they know what Bitcoin is? I have no idea. Do they know they were using Bitcoin under the hood as a payment rail to transfer and settle value? Absolutely not. Bitcoin was behind the scenes, making a difference and benefiting individual lives and businesses without anyone noticing that they were even using it. That is gold right there, because this is what happened to the internet. This is what happened to the communications platform. This is the infrastructure inversion. And this is exactly the sort of tool that starts that rolling. Because what is possible with this, this enables everything that requires lightning, those services and that, that 10 cent payment that you need lightning for in order to actually do, that, that traditional systems just can't manage, that need remittances, all the, all the value and additional utility that you can get from a digital asset like Bitcoin and a payments network on top of it, like Lightning, is lost when, when you have this massive, when you have to climb a mountain to get there. And that's really what a lot of Bitcoin adoption is. It was, it's essentially like trying to explain to your grandma all the ins and outs of a, a modem and connecting to the internet and all this stuff when what really happened, the infrastructure inversion that really happened was when their landline phone started talking over the internet one day and they didn't know it. They still used the landline phone when the messages that they would send at their bank and the wires started using the internet as the background infrastructure. When everything started, when the, the internet became the dominant communications medium and people's integration with it, people's introduction to it, some, some, some people for the first time were there with an app. They didn't know. They, they don't know anything about it. It got to the point where it just undermined all of the old rails that we were using and it used a superior one, one that was more flexible, one that had vastly more capabilities that had no permission on the innovation or the breadth of development that could happen that was opened up to an entirely new ecosystem of innovation and exploration. And they didn't know. That was the key. And this takes what they already do and just extends it into the Bitcoin space. It's, it's like a, it's a bridge so that everyone uses the same thing they're used to. If you're using Bitcoin, you can use this. Uh, or you can, you can talk back and forth with this. If you're using uh, your card and you just want to use your app to pay for things, you have no idea which one it's the same experience either way. It is that, that perfect marriage of um, fiat and Bitcoin, of, of bridging the gap. And that's exactly the sort of thing when they find out that they can do more with, the, with this tool and then they find out that Bitcoin is on the back end, that they are using Bitcoin. That's where it starts dipping their toes in the water. That's where they start getting, uh, start realizing this is not just a toy. This is not just magic internet money. This is something that can enable things that aren't possible in any other way. This can solve problems that appear to have no other solution. The story about the, his, his little uh, final breakdown of uh, their situation with the Colorado store and uh, the fact that it, it just is so great. This is like the perfect sort of thinking in getting mainstream to see Bitcoin for what for the potential that it can really offer and it does so by using one of the most promising scaling tools and 
uh, more importantly, the instant payments aspect of Lightning. Uh, it leverages those critical aspects to to facilitate one of the most. This is going to be this is going to be a huge tool. I'm going to use the crap out of this um, in both directions. I'm going to use it to buy Bitcoin. I'm going to use it to pay for Bitcoin and Lightning invoices, no doubt. And even cooler is that I can pay right from. I hope I hope Fold. I don't see how this would be a problem for Fold, but if I use uh, the Fold app with my card, you know, I get like 3% back. But if I use Lightning, I get 5% or 7% back sometimes. It's always more with Lightning. Well, now I can still just use my card. Just instead of going through Fold, I go through Strike and then pay a Lightning invoice. So I'm, this is just so cool. And it, it's such a, it really, it flipped the whole, the whole concept on its head. It, it just kind of flipped the whole thing upside down. It's like, why are we coming from the Bitcoin space, why are we coming from a Bitcoin perspective? Because that's not the, that's not the user we need to, to simplify for. The Bitcoin user already knows the complicated, already knows the back up your seed phrase and stuff. We need to flip this upside down and go from what the mainstream is looking at, what the mainstream is used to, and their current workflow, their, their current interaction with these sorts of uh, systems, and then create a system that allows them to leverage the benefits of Lightning and uh, Bitcoin on the back end. And that is super exciting. And uh, his, little, his little phrase, available in response, I like that, that it's just, that this whole thing was really kind of a, a unfortunate truth that had to be dealt with, that even as powerful as the tool Olympus was, that it wasn't the right tool. And this is going to be, Olympus was, was a breakthrough and Strike is going to be a game changer. I, I don't know. This is just so crazy. And, and I love the, the thinking behind this, the, the, the perspective that this is designing from. Uh, I, I think he's got it right. Um, and this is so exciting to see Bitcoin being used uh, as the back end. That, that, uh, this is like... This is like the seed of the infrastructure inversion right here. This is it. And I am so excited. I just signed up for the beta. Highly encourage you, a bunch of nerds, to do the exact same. I am out. I'm, I'm out of time. I've got, to, I've got to get on the road. I just really wanted to pump this out um, while I had a minute. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, help me get Jack Mylers on the show. Tweet him out. Tell him. Guy is looking for him. Uh, and I will catch you all later. I love you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you uh, next week. Um, uh, anything to shill? Uh, don't forget to support audification of all the Bitcoin things. Patreon.com slash the crypto economy. And of course, the website, thecryptoeconomy.com. I'll see you next time. Until then, take it easy, guys. Mm-hmm.